it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Yeah! Well, not maybe yeah, but at least yeah. Like, at the end, along the way. I thought Jorge was jumping in with the yeah uh, way we'll, before we'll, you were. We'll I thought he was coming in. I got an idea yesterday, as it was. <laughs> he shows up uh, at Hollywood Park Casino after the Did you game. you kick him out? <laughs> well, somebody no, tried somebody to. Somebody tried to. <laughs> <laughs> somebody tried to. It's just one of the interns. Right? Yeah. Hey, we were told you got to go. No, some Rams fan decided that uh, he felt it was his responsibility to try to corral him because and he came me. in with a, let's go Niners. And the guy jumped up like, no, we're not doing that. What are you talking about? We're not doing that. It was ninety percent of the people at SoFi were doing that. Hey, don't worry. No, we heard it on the broadcast too. You, could you hear it? <laughs> we heard it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. There, there was ninety percent. I'm surprised they weren't the kicking stadium. the Rams fan. It was. He, he, look, we need more guys like that. We need more guys like that. I, uh, I have his name here somewhere. Carrie. That's what it was. Okay, Carrie was a brave Kerry one. Carrie from Oregon flies down from every uh, Rams home game. Damn. And he was. Uh, he oh, wasn't going to let and, Jorge and, take and Carrie, over. And Carrie's like, and who are you? How do you work with them? I was like, oh, I'm one. Uh, I'm part of the show. What show? I listen to his show every day. I'm like, okay, uh, what show do you listen to? He's like, the Rams, you know, lockdown podcast. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, he has a regular show Monday through Friday from 10 to 1 with, yeah. what's it called? Uh, uh, Travis and Sliwa. Travis and who? Yeah. And then again, two minutes go by. I go sit with my parents because we came to the casino, like just hang yeah. out, the, yeah. you know, traffic and, you know, hang out trap. And then uh, he comes back five minutes later. Oh, so how do you work with Travis again? I'm like, well, again, I saw him pull yes. a chair up to your table. I'm Dude, like, well, I guess yes. they're getting to know each other. Like, that happened. Happened, Best buddies. Uh, you yeah. should have told him we work together on Locked On Niners. <laughs> <laughs> and was a YouTube component pony. for our show, too. Jorge, yeah. Jorge and I have only been friends for seven years, so and I knew this guy for five minutes, so I'm glad yeah. that he jumped in to defend my honor. Uh, but you were you had your poncho, which, you know, we'll, we'll, I guess yeah, you're going to have to wear it today. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Should, I think everybody has to wear it. Should we do it right now? Sure. Is that, is that right what now. we're doing? All right. Last week, it was the Steelers. It was Emily. Now we got Trav. Trav. To throwing wear on my pullover today, okay, because I knew that I needed a. a there was an extra a, layer. Yeah, I don't coming want your way. Are you going shirtless? Are you taking off a thunder shirt too? I think I've never seen this before. There it is, right there. Look how happy he looks. Look at his face. Look at his face. You know what you look like? Maybe. <laughs> Look, I'm going to weigh 185 pounds by the time this show is done. Sure. I'm going to sweat off about 400 pounds. Want me to turn the air up? This Maybe is, get this thing to 80 in by here? By the way, this is kind of cozy. Where it have these is. been? My, I don't it like is. that it's niner stuff, but yeah. it is kind of cozy and uh, it would have been so awesome. warm. Even your undershirt if you just took it off. <laughs> and any sweat that you had, you give it back to Jorge right, saying, Jorge, deal with it. So we we're watching the game yesterday. I'm in... Uh, from where I sit to watch in the press box to where I do the halftime show, two different places. So... Takes me a couple minutes to walk from one spot to the next. 
the Rams score their touchdown, and I start walking down to the broadcast spot right before half. Right before the half to yep. take a seventeen to ten lead. And I'm in there, and I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to text Jorge and tell him that I'll make sure that my shirt is nice and laundered so he can wear his Rams blue <laughs> yep. come Monday yep. morning. And I'm like, you know what? Still a little bit of time left on uh, in the half and in the clock and obviously in the game. I think I'm going to wait. Best decision I've ever made. I was going to say at that. At least it's not in print. Like, I can tell the story and then deny it later, but had I sent it to you, it would have lived forever. I would have, I would have tweeted it out and yeah, everything. Screenshot, screenshot tweet. I know. That's why I see. I it didn't take very long for you to get to halftime. It's like, all right, that seventeen score that I seventeen ten score I had in mind. Okay, a couple things on that. A lot of red in here right now. You know, it was one thing when it was just Jorge. Right now, I feel like I'm at KMBR up in the Bay or something. <laughs> this thing's abnormally warm. Did you like put it in the oven before you nah, brought it in here? No, I mean, I did have to wash it because there was beer and stuff like flying around. It it, it smells of. nice, like uh, Tide or something. It's very yeah, fresh. Exactly. It's very Downy, fragrant. You know, By the way, very, very classy for you to actually wash it because I'm surprised he didn't just say, "This is SoFi last night." <laughs> no. I, Why don't you throw this? I thing would on? have run 12 miles in my shirt and thrown it in the back of my car in a plastic bag and then brought it in. <laughs> you would have ran 12 miles. <laughs> Yeah. Well, for for the purposes of making him suffer, I would have given it a shot. It was uh, look, I showed you the pictures, right? Yeah, I I, I am nothing if not honest. What do you think, Jorge? Eighty percent? Give me a number. Yeah, I think it was 80? 80. 80, 20, man. I think it was eighty. You think it was eighty? Oh, because sure. look, think of it this way. Wait, wait, wait. Where's the twenty behind the Rams bench? Yes. That's exactly Those right. Those two sections behind the Rams that's bench. Exactly that's exactly right. That's where it is. His where photos. Mason sits. That's his, where it was. His photos that you were showing me. Yeah. Impossible. I saw eighty. So unless those two sections helped out, so Jorge's right. The the section directly behind the Rams bench, okay. which I believe that's where Mason's seats mm-hmm. are, right? I think that's where Mason's seats are. Which so, he left early, by the way. <laughs> when it was thirty twenty, he left. Is it, he was gone. <laughs> he was gone. It it was a lot. There's four to one is eighty percent, mm-hmm. right? It was probably north of that. But I'll okay. carve out that section. That was the Japanese baseball component of what you were talking about, directly behind <laughs> exactly. the Rams bench. At they only team. sold Rams gear in that one section. <laughs> it was That's it. A, lot of, a lot of Niners fans. Look, that, the, the downside is, is that this is the reality of when the 49ers come to town. I think the 49ers travel about as well as any NFL yeah. team does. There's and look at them right ones. now. They're one of the favorites to win it. I mean, there's, the there's, the there's a lot of things you line up for that. Not to justify it, but if the Niners were not expected to win a Super Bowl, would it be looking like that? Probably not. They're the best team in the league through two weeks, for whatever that's worth. You know, probably not much, but they look really, really good. The Rams, you ready? The Rams are going to make the playoffs. The Rams will make the playoffs. I didn't. Th- I thought the Rams had a far more likely chance to get Caleb Williams with the number one pick than they did to win the playoffs. But after seeing what they look like, especially seeing how Seattle looked a lot better in Week Two against a team in Detroit that we all thought, oh, Detroit and this yeah. that. The Rams win in Seattle, I think, is a better win than maybe we realized. The Rams defense is maybe not great, but it's not awful. And if Matthew Stafford stays healthy, if they can keep him in one piece, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to win eight or nine or ten games. They're going to the postseason. I said this. Um, DeMarco was in on Friday, and I was trying to sell DeMarco on something. Actually, trying to sell him on something that I think literally took place on Sunday. I said, all right, DeMarco, they're not supposed to beat the Niners. Niners are arguably the best team in the NFL. Can there be a scenario that we walk away where the Rams don't win the game, but you still feel okay about it? Mm-hmm. He said, no. 
He's like, no, you lose nine games in a row. You lose this against the same team. And I think, you know, maybe this is a player perspective. Listening to Sean McVay yesterday, listening to Matt Stafford yesterday, a little bit of me, I, I was leaning more towards, listen, it, it's not the end of the world when you lose to the best team. If I'd have painted a picture for you that through two games, no one's trying to make an argument that the Rams, are, they could play five more times and the Niners can beat them five more times. I'm not trying to make an argument oh, that they're better. Nine times in a row. I don't know. We're what only four at. behind. <laughs> yeah, only four behind that. I'm not trying nine to make. in a row. I'm not trying to make any type of argument about that. The argument I'm trying to make is through two weeks, they're a much better football team than I thought. Can, can't you just simplify it that way? They got one win against Seattle on the road. They played the 49ers. Niners, look, the second half, Niners started taking control, but there were still opportunities that the Rams that's were it. in the game. You almost had to play perfect football against them, and they didn't do that. I, I think that's it. That The Niners are better than the Rams, but it's not by a million miles the way it has felt at other times. The, the Rams can beat the 49ers. This was a game into the fourth quarter. This was a game that felt like a player two, whether it was at the end of the first half, whether it was the interception off of Kyron Williams' hands, if yeah. a couple of things happen a little bit differently, I think you get a different result. I've seen those matchups before where the Niners just maul the Rams. Just maul, put their hands on them. Physicality. No just sure. absolutely yeah. dominate the game. This is a game that was deep into the fourth quarter. Still, The Rams still had a chance to win the game. Aaron Donald was nowhere yesterday. Aaron Donald had zero tackles. You look at the stat sheet, Aaron Donald's not on it. Hmm. Okay, so Aaron Donald had a day where he was completely a non-factor. Sure. That's not going to happen all that frequently. You have a game where a, a, an interception off of Kyron Williams' hands, that ball's caught. That's probably at least a field goal opportunity there to take a lead. It might be a touchdown. That a couple of things go the other way, the Rams are in, in a very different spot. I get what DeMarco's saying about there's no moral victories in pro sports. There aren't. You're, you either win or you lose, and the Rams lost. But this team, where they are through two weeks, where I thought they would be through two weeks, the opportunities that are in front of them that I didn't think might be there, namely what's coming up in Cincinnati in a week against the Bengals, they can be six, they can be four and two through six games. They can be six and three through nine games going into their bye. The second half of their schedule is far more manageable than the first half. I believe that this is a playoff team. I've never thought I would say that at any point this season, mm -hmm. much less two weeks into it, and it's mostly because of how competitive they looked against the Niners and yesterday. It, and it doesn't feel like – I know we were talking a lot about this last week. When they beat Seattle, it wasn't fluky. No. They, they didn't have to be – kind of who they are through the first two weeks seems sustainable. It seems no, no, no. That they can do this sure. on a week to week basis. Now you got to protect Stafford, of course. You only gave up one sack. Yes, I think it's the only sack that we have so far on Stafford one. this year. Um, eventually, hopefully, Cooper Cup's going to be a part of the team down the road. So now all of a sudden you got real weapons on offense. Um, but when I say it's sustainable, I don't think what you're saying. If you'd have said two weeks ago, I think the Rams are going to make the playoffs, I'd be like. Trev, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I think there's a lot of people around the league today that when you say, I think they're going to make the playoffs, at least at the absolute worst, it's, okay, hey, that's interesting. I could I, I could but, see a path of getting there. I, there was a question that I think we had an answer to 
before the season started that's completely off the board. We'll do that. That's coming up in just a little bit. We got an Ask Slee, of course, coming up at 1045, and it is a Million Dollar Monday. Yes, Million Dollar Mondays are back on 710. Thanks to Hollywood Park Casino. Keep listening all day long for your cue to call, and when you hear it, be caller number seven. You'll give us your Super Bowl prediction, both teams and the final score, and you could win a million bucks. And just for playing, you'll get two tickets to a game at SoFi. Million Dollar Mondays on 710 ESPN, presented by Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, play. We'll talk about that question. Plus, Cam Akers, adios. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So I caught a glimpse of myself on the YouTube stream in the poncho. Yeah. If I were seeing me, okay, I'm not encouraging anybody else to do this, but if I were seeing me, I would be making a lot of Kool-Aid man jokes right now. <laughs> Just like this? Yeah. Go like yeah. this? Go I like got that. my... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> I just feel like I we need to get like a paper mache wall and I can buzz through. Oh yeah, right. I think they will take care of whatever you need. Oh, if not uh, DeAndre back there, I'm sure there's going to be some other people that help you out there. But I like this look. He's got the gold. You got the red. Yeah, you do. Really? Ah, I got the gold taken care of. Um, this thing is not really helping me. You know how I like to drop myself oh, little yeah. notes during the show. It's a little little inconvenient. Put your arms like, through the neck, through the, like up through here. Like I got like a little. Uh, what do you think Maita likes going uh, in there? I know. Well, yes, Ma- I saw warm. him yesterday. Uh, Maita's daughter was there, and just her head was just poking awesome. out. I'm like, well, that looks cozy. That's yeah. awesome. That looks yeah, good. Cool. No, she had fun. I, show, I showed you a video. Yeah. When they go 10, 10 at halftime, she goes, they're tied. <laughs> She's on the video screaming, they're tied. I was like, that's amazing. Okay, let, let's start right there. She got in the mix. Because I think that that's really fascinating. The Rams and the Niners toe-to-toe yeah. through the first part of the game, right? The, the Rams finally get a stop. They force the 49ers to punt. And the Rams very methodically drive down the field and score a touchdown. Kyron Williams gets into the end zone. 17-10, uh, to 10, Rams lead. And there's a minute 45 left on the clock, yep. and the 49ers don't have timeouts. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, the Rams are going to go into this half with a, a lead. They're going to get the ball to start the second half. they got a chance. If they Can't can ask get, for a better position. If they be. can get points on that mm-hmm. opening position uh, possession, they, they could be a two-score game. And look, it's the NFL. Two-score game in the NFL, it's not over, but you're in a pretty advantageous position. They give up a two-minute drill. 
that they can't tackle anybody in bounds. They make a bad penalty in the end zone that sets it up on the on the one yard line. And then Kyle Shanahan, because he's got you know what, decides to go for it. One second left on the clock. How about a little home cooking on that clock, by the way? We couldn't get that last second to tick off right there. I just I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing that happens in the NFL, but I was looking for it. They decide to go for it. They get it. 17-17 going into the half. And it felt to me out like whatever momentum the Rams had and 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 had real momentum going into the second half. Yeah, they quieted that. Yeah, it, they quieted. Not that. only did it go back to mm-hmm. even, it went back to ah oh, damn. It and it didn't it help did. with their first drive of the second half either. No, it didn't. It didn't. Yeah. There, there but was that, but that, that's that little a perfect, spark that they had kind of just a poof gone. It's a perfect example because there's a lot of times, you know, in any one of these games, it's use the NBA as an example, use the NFL as an example, how you close out a quarter, what's it look like at halftime. Is that momentum on your side? Is it not on your side? You're right. A buck 40 left or whatever it was before halftime feeling really good if you're the Rams. I was feeling great. Getting get ready to, to halftime. Bozo. Getting, <laughs> get to halftime. Now all of a sudden you're saying to yourself if you're the Niners, okay, all right, we're, we're back. It's 0-0. Okay, now, now we got to – all we got to do is play one good half of football where the, the Rams on the opposite side of that, you're hoping you come out in your first drive. Can – can you get that momentum back? They were never able to get that momentum back in Which the second Which is why half. they should have gone forward on fourth and two. It wasn't the game, but it's like the idea that like if you're trying to build momentum, that stops momentum by punting there. And I, then also if you are playing, especially with the Rams, playing in silent count at home. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah. That's not great. But that, look, that's just going to be – it sucks as a Rams fan seeing that place 80% red. It's a drag, but it's just – that's going to be the way it's going to be for the foreseeable future when they play the 49ers, right? People are selling tickets to pay for the cost of the season. I, it's just that's the that, that's the way that's going to be unfortunately, right? I, I wish you could change it. I don't think you can. Emma, I disagree with you on going forward on 4th and 2 right there because I agree the idea of like trying to keep that momentum there, but if you get stopped, your defense had done a good job at that point. It hasn't been a shutout the way it was uh in Seattle in the in the second half. But it wasn't like you couldn't get off the field. They were able to stop him periodically here and there. I didn't like the field position where they were at midfield. I don't need those guys having any sort of advantage. I wouldn't I would have punted it the way that Sean McVay did. I think that they tried to do the right thing by drawing him off. But the aggressiveness that Kyle Shanahan showed was not the aggressiveness that Sean McVay showed in that moment. That's for sure. And and maybe that's the difference. Maybe you're right, but I in the moment, I was not thinking, go for it right here. In retrospect, yeah, okay, maybe they should have. But in the moment, I was not thinking that. You, How do you think right now Rams fans feel through two games? How do, and I'm, I'm asking that question well, if because, I'm, if I'm a typical because the record is one and good. one. The record is one and one. Um, you've played two divisional games right out the gate. Let's not even look forward to, you know, you were just mentioning, I think the goal was before the season started, is can you be 3-3 three and three after 6? Yeah. Whether that's still the goal, whether it's now more aggressive at 4-2 and two based on how other teams are doing sure. since season 0-2, whatever the case yep. is. Does that make them more dangerous? Does that make them less dangerous? However you want, is Joe Burrow healthy? Is he not healthy? But today you wake up, and I think the way you feel, I'm assuming a lot of other Rams feel right now, hey, we're going to have a season. Nobody's saying that they're going to go in 11, 12 games, but you're going to have a season. This is not going to be one of those throwaways. It makes me think of the Sean McVay, Les Need, and 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 just as a whole, the Rams organization. If we thought they're going through this, they're going to tank, they're going to go try to get – that just may not be in the DNA right. of a, a football team like that. And to be honest with you, a lot of really, really good football teams out there – 
That's not what they do, and it doesn't sound like this was probably ever. If they started the season out one and six, maybe it's a different conversation. Through six, seven games, they're going to be above five hundred. There's a good chance that they're going to be. I I, I think so too. And, and it brings me back to what I was going to say at the end of the last segment. I the question coming into this season was, hey, are they going to stink? Like not just not have a winning record, but are they going to be one of the worst teams in the league? Because think about what they did. They got rid of a ton of talent. Jalen Ramsey is gone. Bobby Wagner is gone. That you're seeing a lot of players that are going out and very few name brand guys coming in. Really none. Coleman Shelton was the one guy they signed that was their own player. They made a ton of draft picks. They signed a lot of undrafted free agents. It's the youngest team in the league. And you know that there's a quarterback out there that potentially is a franchise-altering quarterback. We heard rumors about you know Matthew Stafford maybe being involved in trade discussions, about them trying to restructure contract, this, that, and the next thing. The, the odds of them being bad were in play. Here, here's what I know for sure after two weeks. They don't stink. Hmm. How good they are, time will tell. I think we're going to get a better idea of that on Monday night against the Bengals. But they don't stink, and I don't think I would have said that prior to the Seahawks game. I wasn't entirely sure after the Seahawks game, but seeing them go up against the Niners, who are terrific, they don't stink. They're going to win games. They're going to go to the playoffs. If Matthew Stafford stays healthy, if that offensive line keeps him healthy, they're going to the playoffs. There are not seven teams better than them in the NFC. I believe that. There's only one thing Jorge lost yesterday. One thing Jorge lost, other than his voice. How about that field goal at the end? I, I just I was oh, saying I'm good. Well, no, our our just our scores, <laughs> oh, our scores, yes. our picks. I was thinking, <laughs> did you win it? Look, by by the way, you could tell without me even knowing the score. I could tell if Trav won the week or he didn't. I am oh. on the board though. You're more than on the board. You're more than on the board. I had a bad week. I think. Well, you I played, did not I think have a Chargers. Good I think Chargers was my four. It was so, so as was mine. Okay. Right. We, we all picked the Chargers, and I said at the time that means Tennessee's winning, and they did. Whenever we have a clean sweep, it doesn't it have to be Tennessee the winning. Way. They just add the icing on the cake. <laughs> they both. Tennessee they didn't covered even. and won. Yep. Um, since you brought it up, yeah. Al, yeah. The uh, winner of the week is a twofer. Six points won the week. Two people had six points. And Emily and me. Trev. <laughs> Al, you finished in last. Jorge, you had three points. Hey. Jorge, you had uh, both your two and your one games hit. Uh, uh, McVay's field goal screwed. really yeah. put but a I hole one in the point. side of your book. You had one, Slee. Jesus, Lord, you, Alan. You had the, you had the one. At, you had the Rams at your one. San Diego, out. New England, out. Like Las Vegas, that, San out. Diego, even him. Still doing it. Did it's I do best. it? Yeah, no, yeah. everybody. But that's, that's, oh. that's Everybody that's does it. Yeah. Well, they are San Diego. Uh, yeah, so I'm at five points total, maybe, total, maybe four. Uh, four. Yeah, yeah. Say, maybe four. Maybe the four. totals are uh, Jorge and I are tied for the overall lead at ten. Oh. Uh, Emily is at six, and Slee, you're at four. Okay. You should have Andy come in and pick for you again next week. At least he got three. Em, you had a, <laughs> em, you had a good week. I'm on the board. Get right I'm, back I'm in, in the, the mix. Hunt, That's you know? more on the yeah. board. You jump me the whole nine. That's the only thing that well, he lost yesterday. If you keep yesterday. posting ones, it's not hard to jump listen, you. Listen, <laughs> Yo, listen. That field goal, listen. second down. Yeah. Just because yeah, I, yeah, just because I won seconds. last year. Okay, oh. don't don't take it personal. Did you win? I really don't even. Remember. I lost regular season, one postseason. Our our game makes no sense. <laughs> Perfect. The year before, I won regular season. You won postseason. I think that's right. I think the regular season matters every other year. I think that's what it is. <laughs> then we'll see if it matters this time or not. So why kick it to answer the question, M? I don't know. 
<laughs> I mean, four seconds left. Yeah, it, it second down. Here, here's Dude. the one explanation I've heard that makes the theories. A little bit of sense. I will take your theory. So the one theory is, hey, we want to work on end of game situations. You have a new long snapper. We've got a new holder in Ethan Evans, and uh, Brett Maher is trying to refine his way in the NFL. By the way, he has not missed a kick for the Rams so far, so that's pretty good. That's on wood. explanation one. Okay, fine. But you can't simulate pressure. There's no pressure on whether that goes in or not. Option B. There is pressure because of the line. Well, if you got yeah. money on that line there, there's a little pressure look, on I, that kicker. I hope Brett Maher did not have money on the line. I don't think he did. We've seen what's happened with guys that do. That's, uh, that, those guys don't play very much. The other thing is, if you get deep into the tie-breaking scenarios in the NFL, it can go to point differential. Ah. And just getting any points on the board is a good thing. That being said, the conspiracy you don't theory see is that very no, you often. Do not see that. <laughs> that yeah, you do not you don't, see that. You don't see no. a we're down ten, we're going to kick a field goal with yep. four, was it four seconds left? Yeah, on the and clock? I was like joking with Tyler, who's our board yeah. up for the Rams games. So I was like, <laughs> let's see them uh, cover here and get a field goal. And it's like, oh, oh when they I'm listening in the car, and when they JB started talking about, looks like they're going to kick a field goal. I'm like. <laughs> Why? What do you mean they're going to kick a field goal? I was at HPC yeah. getting ready to do the pregame, the postgame show, and when they saw the camera cuts to Maharan, I'm like, really? Okay. Like, And I immediately got out the sheet. I'm like, I think this is going to swing it our way if we could make this along the way. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I would imagine it's for tiebreaker purposes. And if we're right, if there are Dallas is good, San Francisco is good, Philly is good. Yeah. And so that leaves four playoff spots. And if you take Seattle and Detroit and the Rams and, you know, the Giants and the Some Commanders. Some random 2-0 teams. There's, yep. there's going to be a tie-breaking scenario. We've got a million miles to go. But sure. the last thing you would want is it to come down to a point differential situation and miss by two points because you didn't chip on a meaningless field goal. I like all the conspiracy theories better. <laughs> I think yeah, we all do. Seriously. I think we all like those. And so, Travis, you're talking about, you know, you made your bold prediction that the Rams are going to make the playoffs, and that's great, but are they really contenders? And isn't that a weird spot to be in where you're – I don't. I cannot see this team winning a Super Bowl. Maybe they could. Who knows? But they can make the playoffs, and so that's just a weird spot to be in, I feel like. I don't know that you have to decide whether or not you're a Super Bowl team right now. Right now, they're not. They're not. They're not. What if something happens to another key player on another team? Right. What if all of a sudden, you know, I don't, I don't want to put it out in the universe, but the, a quarterback on a contending team or an incredibly important defensive player mm -hmm. on a contending team gets hurt? It changes the the calculus. Jonathan Taylor is still floating around right. out there. Maybe an acquisition makes a big mm -hmm. difference. The The reason I think they're a playoff team is because Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford look fully engaged, ready mm -hmm. to go. The rest of the NFC is not great. It's very top-heavy. Yeah. And then – the Rams, you, you can't see what you've seen over the last two weeks and not think that at the very worst, they can hang. They're pretty good. Yeah, they, they can might hang. not be great, but they're mm -hmm. pretty good. Does it feel almost like 2021 a little bit? They, they no. were better in 2021, obviously. No, because they had stars everywhere. This is, this is the beauty. Everywhere. Beauty of the position that they're in. Like you just said, M, you know, is the goal to make the playoffs? The goal right now is. Can you be in the mix halfway through the NFL season? Yep. And if you're in the mix and you're maybe you just start realizing, okay, hey, we might be this player away or that player away, they can figure that out down the road. Right now, you're one and one through two games. Where are you going to be by the by the time week nine, week ten 
come to play, and they could figure it out from there. Another college football weekend into the books, and that means Emily's College Football Corner coming up, plus uh, your Chargers, Slee. They are nothing if not reliable. Who's, who's your yours? your sure. San Diego Super Chargers. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Right. Hey y'all, College Football Corner. If you don't recognize this, uh, you know, fight song, it's because I don't either. But I looked it up this morning <laughs> because I hadn't really heard of this school. But I'm going to put it in my uh, College Football Corner. So, Portland State beat North American University, which I guess again had to look it up. They were in Stafford, Texas. In case anybody's curious, okay. and send their kids to North American University. <laughs> uh, the score was 91 to zero. That's 91 to zero. So. One I, more I, thing too before I, yeah. we move on. If you if this name does sound slightly familiar, it's because Portland State lost to Oregon eighty-one to zero earlier in the season. Yeah, it, it's I don't understand these games. I, I understand putting a cream puff on your schedule so you can you know basically it's a scrimmage that you can count as a win. Yeah. I, I understand that. That's why you play Tulsa or San Jose State or something like that, right? North America, but if you're winning, if you're beating a team by ninety some points, what's the point of doing that? First that of that's all, not good for anybody. It's disrespectful. They are North Americans University. Okay, <laughs> they are our university right. as a country, of course, as a continent, as a continent. <laughs> yeah, it's a country. We got three countries it's much in bigger. There. And we got Canada, we got terrible. Mexico, and the United States. <laughs> much it, bigger. I, I don't understand what either team gets out of that. Losing by ninety one is stupid. Winning by ninety one yeah. might be more stupid. And like There's there should be a mercy there. rule because again, football is dangerous. Like you don't want to throw people dumb. out there. Yeah, it's it, it's, it's the a equivalent. Only had thirteen of, touchdowns. <laughs> it's the equivalent of of going and being like if you're a high school basketball team yeah. playing third graders. It's like what 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 is you're not working on anything. You're not getting anything done. It's real dumb. All right. So the next one we're going to do is a team that obviously I think we all at least started watching this game. Maybe didn't finish this game because it ended really late. Um, was Colorado beat Colorado State? 43 to 35 in mm-hmm. overtime. It was very exciting. I have a couple things that I want to ask you guys about here. Uh, but first thing is uh, the stars of this game were insane. It was The Rock, Lil Wayne, Kawhi Leonard was on the sidelines there. So can't have a Clippers game, but he's in Colorado. Kyle Lowry was there and yep. hopefully he didn't get shots for nothing. <laughs> yep. Nothing happened to him. Yeah, he's thick there on the sidelines. Yep. And then Offset and Chauncey Billups were all there. Um, and so at the end of the game, there one thing I want to ask you guys about is like how these overtime rules work because I do not understand how these overtime rules work. Why Colorado had the ball first both times in those overtime? It's crazy. And two, should they have deserved to storm the field? They were twenty three and a half point favorites. They have scored stormed the field twice already this season at home. So those are my questions for you guys. So the, as far as the storming the field, we goes, have the answer, right? Isn't it they do it every game? They they might do it every game, but they need to stop because just beating Colorado State in double over double overtime is not a reason to throw a party, except for in Deion Sanders' first season there when you're just drinking the Kool-Aid. You're you're just hyped beyond imagination. So why not? But if this if they turn out to be a good team and next year they beat Colorado State in overtime, that's not a storm yeah, the field situation. Deion <laughs> says 
comes out and says, uh, guys, do me a favor. Uh, let's stop storming the field. This is kind of who we are. This is what we're, we're supposed gonna, to. This like is the program that we're going to be. So I know we used to do this. It's tradition. It's everything. But we actually got a football program now. So let's not storm the field. I don't think anybody storms. I agree. I, th- I think he could put his foot down like that. Dion could. I don't think he wants to. Dion is about energy. He's about hype. He's about just the the unbelievable buzz that he's created, and good for him. Uh, you know, they got a little lucky. They they had there was a ninety seven yard drive with a couple of minutes mm-hmm. left in the game. It yep. was some it was dumb penalties in Colorado State. Dumb hand. penalties in Colorado State. They and and and. Colorado made some plays. They made 100%. some really good plays along the way. But um, I do think you saw the very first cracks in this thing of, oh, they might not be – it might be a better story than it is a football team. We spent so much time on really Thursday and Friday, talking about Jay Norvell, coach of Colorado State, right. talking about Dion and saying that this is how my mom raised me and everything else. It became such a storyline when really we were just talking about Dion to get to the Oregon game or get to the SC game. Bro, I was I was went and visited a cousin of mine and it's kind of funny how it all it's like six thirty. I'm like, hey, that's awesome. Uh but seven we're gonna get turn the game on, right? <laughs> like I'm watching Colorado State and Colorado. Granted, it's in the background, whatever. I'm watching four hours yeah. of a college football game because Dion's a part of it. It was uh, he's really changed everything. <laughs> I also was not gonna. I mean, I planned my my night around it. I, maybe catching the end of it. So yeah. I, I saw a movie at seven thirty at the Alamo Draft House here in uh, L.A. and. I was like, oh, maybe I'll catch the you know fourth quarter. I'll, I'll catch the end of it. I caught the whole second half and all of the overtime. I watched an entire movie game. and then have like half of a football game. It was my mom's 75th birthday this weekend. So I was up in, hey, in Santa happy Barbara. Happy birthday. Uh, it was uh, We had a nice celebration. We got the family together. What, what day was her birthday? Was it on Saturday? It was No, it was earlier in the week. It was on Tuesday. Tuesday, my dad was Thursday. Okay. So two days apart. Very close. I think 12, Very 14th. Close. Oh, and Jorge's dad was Saturday. Saturday. Look yeah. at us. A lot of Chris, Chris Our parents tomorrow. doing everything. Chris tomorrow. Chris right. tomorrow. Wow. Why do you um, miss Chris? Chris is... We, we Don't had, forget, bro. Don't forget. <laughs> we had a six o'clock dinner reservation. Yeah. Before we left, my dad sets it up. You know, we're going to record the Colorado, Colorado State game. We want to see what we get back. We have a nice long dinner, a couple hours, right? We come back and we turn it on. We watch the whole... We didn't start watching the game till almost nine o'clock. Watch the oh, whole thing. Plenty. There was plenty and of time. Colorado, Colorado State I know. was tape it and let's watch it back later. I hate watching sports on tape. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It was great. I know. Yeah. It was it was absolutely fantastic. And I like and it's a good I, game. I was gonna watch like you know the end of that game and I was like, mm, I don't know, the game's kinda out of hand. It's late. I gotta get up more tomorrow for the Rams. I was like, maybe I'll turn it off. But I had a feeling inside me that I was like, this game's gonna be interesting. I'm not turning it off until the very end. Even if I'm even if it's just to see that handshake between Jay and Norvell yeah. and uh, and Dion. And then a fun fact, one point five million dollars was generated for the sunglasses that he wears. So they generated one point five million dollars in sales. Perfect. Just wow. because of that whole, hmm. Perfect. whole thing. Yeah. And I think he gifted his entire team <laughs> yeah, exactly. them too, which is cool. Yeah, but. absolutely. Look, r- real quick. Yeah. What's better for USC? For Colorado to beat Oregon next week or for Oregon to be undefeated by the time SC plays them later in the year? So I, I'm still going to go with what I know and what I believe will be around down the road. Oregon has been a really good program for a handful of years. I'd rather Oregon beat Colorado – 
yes, that hurts them from that perspective because then Colorado's a little bit less from whatever their rankings are. Shine but you already going. got so many ranked teams in the Pac-12. It's beating Oregon later on if Oregon's undefeated. I think it's more valuable for USC. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly when they play Oregon, but if they both come in seven and zero, you know, six and zero, seven and zero, as opposed to a, a a six and one team where you just keep clipping them off because Oregon is a better brand, right? Maybe not at this very second because Colorado's so hot, but. They played I, I can't believe we spent three weeks in a row talking about Colorado football. That's insane. To me. I watched <laughs> every play a four and a half hour game on yeah. Saturday night. They play Oregon second to the last game of the season. Oh, so they, yeah, right, right. On if, the, if they it's could the right time to play them, absolutely. And it's so, I mean, kind of disappointing, sad. I don't know how to better phrase it, but that Travis Hunter got injured, especially on a dirty play like that. It, it's really, it's really sucky to, that we don't get to see him play anymore. Another fun fact. He was a Niner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, <laughs> I think my favorite part is how much you amused yourself with your own joke. That's right, but, baby. Because I love laughing at my own <laughs> jokes, but that took it to a whole nother level. No, you're right, Em, that Travis Hunter's not going to be there for Oregon. He's not going to be there for USC. Big time play. I think uh, Dion said that at he's least out a couple at weeks. least three yeah. weeks at this point, and even worse, on a dirty play. And by the way, that was a dirty play. That's dirty I, play, by the way, not just that. The way the kid's staring at him when he's on the ground too. I'm like, you didn't even make a good play. You literally it's sometimes you make a it's a it's a just a great defensive play. I get it in the moment. You you made a dirty play. Why are you staring did at him this when he's on the floor? Did this kind of start with Jay Norvell kind of giving them juice to this game? It was personal, and, both yeah. sides. I think it maybe added a little to it, but yeah. it is a rivalry game, right? It's Colorado, Colorado yeah. State. They play every year. It's an in-state rival. It's, it's it's because Colorado's been so dreadful the way that they have for the last several yeah. years that Colorado State can beat them. <clears throat> Right, and that it's usually a power five and an and an FCS school are are typically not on the same level, but they have been for a long time, and and so it. By the way, that game didn't kick off until about eight fifteen local Oof. time. Right, so people have been peeking, guys are chirping, yeah. guys have been thinking about it yep. all day. There's a lot of juice. In the that vibe one. in the uh, in the stadium for as sure. well. They've probably been tailgating since noon. Yeah, <laughs> the tickets for USC Colorado are going to be through the roof, especially if Colorado, even if they lose to Oregon. And it's a close game, and they think they could beat come in and beat USC at home in Colorado. Those tickets are going to be insane. All right, let's say Colorado loses to Oregon, whether Cat? they lose by three points or or twenty, thirty. They, they, it's an L. They, they lost. They come in and SC takes care of business, but they beat them by ten or twelve, or whatever it is. Are we done with the Buffs at that point? Or are we just kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, that was cool, but now we got to talk about the other teams? Uh, I'll tell you why we're not. We're not simply because they won one game last year. I mean, I'm not expecting if they win one of these next two games, that's incredible. They beat Oregon or USC. But you know what's expected, at least from me, that they lose both of them. Can they just kind of hover? Can they be around 500? I'll tell DeMarco that. I was like, listen, if they went 6-6 six and six this year, is that not a... Not when you've started 3-3 three and three, or 3-0. Three 3-0. And oh. and oh, mm-hmm. The TCU game is obviously the game. Now you're going to start facing some some ranked teams. It's it's going to be incredibly tough if, for them to stick around. If you're three and zero and you finish six and six, it feels like we missed a That's chance. Fair. Mm-hmm. It, it, That's if fair. They, if they'd one and one, two and two, three and three, like they we're off to a great start sure. and we're climbing, but they got they so high. Three. Yeah. There's really only with one the place players to that go. they they have and the, the plays that they can make. I think they're always going to be interesting. They're always going to be in every game. So I think, especially with how good the Pac-12 is this year, that they're going to be interesting at least to watch. They're not my schedule for Colorado, Colorado State. Well, you just have to get 
get up early in a couple of weeks. We'll talk about that. The game time for the Colorado SC game is bizarre. We'll talk about that before too long. You, you, Slee, you, listener, never have to miss a moment of 710 ESPN. Download the new ESPN LA app. Why haven't you done it yet? Get it done right now. Search ESPN LA in your app store or Google Play. Download, tap, and bam! You've got 710 in the palm of your hand. One click to listen live, all the podcasts in one place, and more. The all-new ESPN LA app. Get it today. Ask Slee is coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, Al, let's start right here. We haven't even gotten into this yet. We will before too long, but Puka Nakua-related Ask Slee. Christopher Holmes writes, are Puka shells cool again because of Puka Nakua? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, if there's not a Puka shell giveaway night at Rams game, what are we doing? (laughs) Great, great promotion. What are we doing if we're not doing that? Free Puka shells for the first 50,000 fans through the game. How do you just come into the league? and just be this much of a baller right out the gate. And what happens is it's kind of funny, and it actually makes me think of Cup a little bit, of the staffer just, okay, I kind of got a guy. I got my target, and as long as he delivers, I'm going to keep going back to him. What happens when they're both on each side? It's, it's incredibly exciting. And you're, Sean McVay, and we played it during the postgame show last mm-hmm. night, his, his, uh, his comments after the game, he was asked, you know, what, why is this guy this far ahead of the curve so quickly? Yeah. And he just kind of said what you said, Slee, which is he understands football. He just understands what it is we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. He knows where to be, and he's tough, strong, fast, big, you know, smart. Loves the game, this, but that. He knows, he knows what we're trying to get done. Just like Cooper Cup showed up and he was lining up veterans, like you're in the wrong spot, Nakua's got a little bit of that as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I, so it's funny because I was my friend was texting me last night about fantasy stuff, and I was like, Does, did Puka come out of nowhere just to you guys as it is to everybody else in the world? And I was like, kind of. I mean, we saw him I a agree. bit at camp, and you know, it's hard to tell at camp if that's real or not, but he was great at camp, but I was like, oh, we'll keep an eye out for this guy. But it's it's really fantastic seeing what he did. Um, but we'll get into it more later. So Ivan and Monrovia t- uh, asked this. So you're finally invited to Travis's barbecue on the same day that you're invited <laughs> to be on Woj's podcast. If you're if you're one and only invite to uh, to either yeah, which one are you picking? Trav, you know this one, right? You're going to Woj's. Yeah, we got. Yeah, no, I know that. Woj got a podcast, guys. It's, I, it's a very. I'm going to wait until he invites you on his podcast, and, and that's, that's when, when you're going to invite me. The invitation. <laughs> There's any other day. That's why I would never tell you. I would come in the next day and say I was on Woj's podcast. <laughs> And you were in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that that uh, that is exactly right. Well, There's... we did set a date, right, for the barbecue? Did we? Yeah. When? I was looking at my calendar and I saw a couple <laughs> of dates and I picked one. Oh, you, <laughs> just, you, you, all right. Just coming down. Yeah, that's you're welcome whenever you'd like. I, that gated I community. I can't even. Yeah, the gate over the fence. Easy to get through and then it doesn't exist. Oh yeah, you, you I've, can been just, I've been you there. I've been there. Yeah, a few times, couple you, times, couple just of to times. make you guys jealous. Yeah, I believe it. A couple times. <laughs> I believe. Get to ride it on horseback. All right, no. here's another one. Francis in Glendale. Who gets paid more? You anytime a Pasadena restaurant establishment is mentioned, or Emily when she mentions <laughs> Alamo Draft House? I'll pay me. I think M's got a better shot with Alamo Drafthouse because she's very specific. I'm not as specific with some of the restaurants in Pasadena. Yeah, you don't even want to tell us where you're going on a day off. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> for two weeks. Yeah, I, went, exactly. I went to get Thai food or Indian food or yeah. pizza. You never I order Thai food from one restaurant to another, but I never give the details. You got one, Jorge? Yeah. Uh, this one says, what was your last Google search from Francis and Glendale? Uh, if it wasn't today, are you looking for another vacation spot? Possibly. <laughs> Google's the only one that knows where you're going. There is, 
<laughs> there is so much right now that I have just in just straight up sports yeah. from last night and this morning. So all my Google searches right now are just simply sports. So nothing crazy. All right, so I have one from 8 to 5 Raider. He says, Yo, Slee, what's up with that lost fighter jet? I don't even know what he's asking you about, but do you know about it? And I don't know about it? Yeah. yeah. I, I saw, I, I've seen it. No, what's going on? So Who lost the jet? Us? We lost the jet. Oh, great. And I think something happened, so the, the pilot had to eject. Okay. And from what I understand, this is just me briefly seeing it on Twitter, it can't find the jet. Where did he eject? Over the water? Or is it on the... I mean, if it hit the ground, it shouldn't be that hard to find. So what I shared was the most that I know okay. based off of that. So it's all over Twitter that this fighter jet is... Yeah, look, you know, yeah. no, no big deal. Just, it's gone. We just I think I saw... It makes sense. It makes I think sense. I saw somebody, and I don't know if it was on our feed or not. Why are we, why are we doing a show right now? Why are we not running for the hills? Why, why is this not terrifying to everybody? Good thing is you even really... what am I going to do about it? Know the details yet. <laughs> It's gone. That's a problem. Somebody yeah. put out there, it was like, here's the price of the fighter jet. And then I was started looking into it like, what, what are we doing here? That's, that, yeah, I'm going to have nightmares if now. Me. If you had a super, this is from Darren Pollock. If you had a superpower that enabled you to instantly kill every fly in a room, would you monetize this power or just use it to keep your own home fly free? Also, does your power extend to mosquitoes or is it just flies? Well, this is your game, Darren. Yeah, well, I'm... First off, of course I'm monetizing it. Why would I not monetize it? If I got that skill set, what's one of the most annoying things wherever you are? It's like flies. Flies are gross. Mosquitoes. You go outside, next thing so you know, you, do have you have 11 bites. Mosquitoes, mosquitoes have to be in it, too. Okay. Mosquitoes have to be in it. How many times do you just go just for a nice, innocent walk outside? I come back, I got 11 mosquito bites. Or And, and especially for me, if I could do any camping, I'm demolished by the time I get back. I'm monetizing it, and mosquitoes are included in the package. What are you charging? Because, like, I like you're right. Flies yeah. are annoying. They buzz mm -hmm. around when you're. Especially I want to use chopsticks too when I do it. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what. Uh, what's your What's your price to get my? And I'm assuming that once the doors open again, they can come back in. Yeah, it's it's a monthly service. You know, it's a monthly service. As many times as I want. Nope, there's a cap. It's two times a month, and it's. Yeah, no. Twelve ninety nine a month. Oh, because every time you're there, the Hulu door, one comes in. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. All right. So, um, the movie that I saw customer. on Saturday that I missed part of the Colorado game for, uh, but don't worry, I got all the gist of Colorado. Uh, was a movie about like wrestlers, um, and it's like uh, about Lucho Libre, and it's Cassandro, and it has uh, Gael Garcia Bernal in it. It's oh, nice. it's, it's a really good movie. Uh, check it out if you haven't seen it. But in it, I was like, hmm, I don't know. If I was ever doing wrestling, what side would I want to be on? So if you ever had to become a wrestler, if that was your new career path, yeah. would you want to be the hero or the villain? Oh, I, I think definitely hero. For me personally, definitely hero. When I used to watch WWF back in the day when you know, you're know you a kid, it was you're rooting for Hulk Hogan, you're rooting for Ultimate Warrior. I was rooting for like the guys that were definitely the heroes. It's so childish to talk about it, but it was the absolute truth. I would rather be more hero than villain. Which one are you going? I would be a jabroni. I don't even I <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I just wanted to say the word jabroni. I know that that's a wrestling thing that uh, the Iron Sheik used to call people on Twitter, but uh is is a jabroni a heel or a a hero? I I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah. I think it just means that you're just a guy. Yeah, I think you're jabroni. Just, you're just one of the guys that's filling out the card. That would be my that would be my angle. Jabroni Rogers would be what is it? Remember is. Jake the Snake? No. 
You don't remember Jake the Snake? I I, I know, like, literally. You jabronis the, hit the jackpot. <laughs> there you go. That, I'd, I'd be in the jackpot, right? I'd be in the jackpot. I know, like, the v- most, most, most famous that one's, guys. That one's, yeah, that one's a little bit. I mean, he's very well I know The Rock. The I know Stone Cold sure. Steve Austin, yeah. The Ultimate Warrior. I'm not a wrestler. Undertaker. Yeah. Mankind. Oh, Ric Flair. Dude. Undertaker, Mankind. yes. Mankind, I don't know. Who was, Flair, who was yes. uh, Undertaker's brother? Kane. Kane. Oh. That's who it was, Kane. You're a wrestling guy? I was. Am I wearing the I poncho oh, back of a in the wrestling day. I think fan? I was back in the day. Stone Cold, oh, yeah. you know. This is getting worse. Yeah. This is getting, <laughs> there's a missing jet. I have a, uh, a 49er poncho Remember on. Razor Ramon? <laughs> Razor Ramon. And I've Remember got... Mr. A? Mr. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. One more quick one, Slee. When you order Indian food, do you order based on name or do you need pictures to know what you're ordering? I need some photos. Helps. I need some photos. It helps. By the way, at a lot of restaurants, when you go photos, it's just like the greatest thing. You don't have to think yeah. anything. Give, I'm just like, yeah, that one. looks that good. One. Give me this I'll one. That, that one looks good. Susan does this thing that just I, every time I roll my eyes. We go, we go to the same sushi spot a lot, okay? A lot. Like, a lot. Their menu is literally never changed. Albertsons? <laughs> she doesn't do that one. <laughs> dress up, go to Albertsons. We sit down at the sushi bar, and she takes out her phone. And she pulls up one of the notes, and she's written down all the ones she likes. I'm like, we've been here 50 times. How do you not remember which of the ones that you like? She goes, I just don't want to make sure I don't. She's like, edamame. It's the same five things every time. It's like, how how can you not? She's very smart. She works in an incredibly technical work environment where, like, life and death is at stake on a regular basis. And she needs to know that the spider roll is on her list. We can't remember that. If I'm getting the same thing, that's one of the few things Should I'll make remember. Should make her a video, make her video of the menu. <laughs> of her ordering what she wants. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Oh, I'll just wait do till the I little you. sneaky video like this. Hey, wait till I, I come over again. She's going to be like, "I, you and I going to make a video? I heard you're going to make videos. <laughs> we'll make it happen. We will make it happen. Brandon Staley uh, should have been fired after season one. Should have been fired after season two. Should he be fired after game two? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.